Looking for an assist with your credit card, but you can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human in customer service anytime. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. In celebration of opening day, we've got a special episode of the Moth Podcast for you. The theme is baseball and the surprising ways it connects people. I gaze out at the players on the field and then I... Uh, I look over at my dad and I, I realize that in the silence between us that something has changed. It's like I'm seeing him for the first time. Two stories about baseball, family, and so much more. The episode's available right now. Subscribe to The Moth Podcast to make sure you hear it. Yeah, there should be some passion. This doesn't have to be boring. Boring, boring. Okay, one thing the game needs is more people like you. You, you. Still have grown men run around tight pants. Daniel Bard. Steve There's Salt Lamakia. This is Brock Holt. Hey, this is John Lester. Baseball is baseball. Baseball isn't boring. Welcome to Baseball Isn't Boring. Here's your host, Rob Radford. Alright, here's Verlander. From so when you go to the first time you go to Houston, um, I think you've talked about this in the past of like you, you were exposed to a lot more, a lot different things. Yeah. Um, can you take me through what that's like? Is it just a different voice? Is it different information? And yeah, well, it's different information. I mean, if you're talking about from when I, when I first went to the Astros, there was obviously they had a lot more analytics than the Tigers at the time. So um, yeah, I was just kind of inundated with um, you know just new avenues to learn from. Were you expecting that? Yes. You were. Yeah. Yeah. And so when you got a hold of it, was it, okay, you know, this is like a kid in the candy store? This is a Because obviously you seem like a guy who loved that sort of stuff. Yeah, kind of. Um, you know, just, yeah, I mean, any information that can help, I think, is, um, you know, you, you, like anything else, you filter through it and kind of learn what you can from it and try not to be... You know, overwhelmed by it, but um, yeah, I was I was very much looking for information, so was uh, pleased to have it at my disposal. Was there anything that you that particularly hit home for you? Anything that they- well, initially, I mean, one of the easiest things ever when I first got there was they showed me on uh, the TrackMan, which is common nowadays, but I had never seen it. Um, you know, I, uh, about the break of my four seam and the break of my two seam fastball, and they showed me how. Elite, my four seam was, and how my two seam was quite average. So, um, and you had never heard that. Uh-huh. No. Wow. No, so basically, just stop throwing your two seam. <laughs> but sometimes that's what we hear, right? It's like, hey, you're really good at this. 
Well, yeah. I mean, I think well, back in the day, you know, when when you know the Astros and the the other teams that were uh, ahead of the curve when it came to analytics, that was the advantage. Was you know, teams were like, oh, how are they making this person better? And they just had better information, and they were able to identify what that person did really well. And you know, the old school way of pitching, you know, pitch down, you know, um, get this type of movement. You know, I was throwing two seams arm side because I just kind of always thought that's what it was supposed to do and um, you know so but you know they bring you in and you know, I've heard other organizations were like this as well um, but you know this is my experience with the Astros is basically like you do this really well keep doing that do yeah. that do that do what you do naturally really well more often and you'll be more successful long term I've heard that you know I've talked to the guys in Tampa because Tampa's another secret sauce you know what yeah. are they doing yeah. but they say you do this well throw the ball over the plate yeah. you'll be okay yeah, their big thing is throwing the ball over the plate right I've heard yeah. And so when you go to another thing in our organization, I've heard like the Red Sox did this, where they, they get everybody and say, okay, tell us some, what you've learned in other organizations. So when you go to the Mets, I don't know if it's a completely different experience, if it's somewhere in between Detroit and Houston, if it's, what was that like? Um, it was, I mean, it was, it was obviously a little different. I mean, I think the Astros have been, um, you know, on the forefront of analytics for a while. So they had a head start. Um, and I think the Mets are are doing the right things to catch up, um, you know, but you still have to, you know, there's nothing, you can't replicate that time that's lost. So um, they're getting a lot of information and, um, you know, they ask me a lot of questions and, um, you know, yeah, it's obviously different, um, you know, just statistically, you know, analytically, um, time is valuable. You know, you learn more with the more data you compile. I was going to ask you, I mean, did you say, hey, listen, you can learn, because it's always a two-way street, right? But you you can say to them, hey, the Astros are doing this. Let's look into that. Is yeah, that, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, I think I mean, this is why you see organizations hire people from Dodgers, Astros, you know, like they, especially early on, they, they wanted to learn what, what other organizations were doing so that they could catch up. Was I know it's so little time, but has it been any different or anything new about coming no. back here? No. It's been like same, yeah, pick it up where you left off. Yeah. The, the last thing is, is I've, I've, I've always admired being here in New England with the Tom Brady stuff. And the information, another thing is physical information. When you look at with Brady's did when did it for you did you sort of start embracing that sort of thing say hey you know that I think I can pitch deeper than maybe I even thought I could early in my career I mean I don't know I always said when I was younger I you know threw a hundred and something miles an hour and did it naturally and I always thought you know if I follow a natural curve of progression and am able to stay somewhat healthy like I should still be able to throw in mid you know mid 90s when I'm 40 so I you know I don't see why I couldn't pitch for mid 90s right so you wouldn't I mean have you changed anything like I've like, changed a lot yeah I mean am I overstating the like I we default to Brady because you know he's Brady but is there is, is there anything or was there a tipping point for you where it said hey you know what I see what this athlete's doing and I I can go maybe even further than I thought um not necessarily I, I think the tipping point for me I mean like you learn from everybody um you know but I, I think my personal journey was um when I had my core surgery and uh my arm started bothering me a little bit in like 2013 and really 2014 um and then you know it was really kind of like grappling with 
my viewpoint of my career at that point. You know, I always thought, you know, just last forever and then started really kind of struggling and, and having some pain and I was just turned 30 and everybody says things change when you turn 30 and then um, come to find out I needed core surgery. So that was kind of a big light bulb for me. I had my core surgery um, and then learned a lot through that rehab process um, and just kind of revamped my whole body and that was what kind of started the Renaissance tour. <laughs> I mean, as you sit here, it seems like, I mean, I don't want it's one day at a time to get it. But still, it must be exciting to be, sit here, pitch well, feel good, I would imagine, and say, hey, you know what? Let's go. Let's do, let's do this for a long time. Yeah, no, it feels, it feels great. Yeah, I mean, you know, dream come true. I'm living it. You know, I love the game. I still have the passion and fire, and, um, you know, I don't take it for granted. You know, that's for sure. I, I appreciate every day here. All right, one of the takeaways there has to be, wow, what were the Tigers doing? Holy mackerel. Anyway... Uh, I thought it was a good perspective. Thanks to Verlander for jumping aboard, spending some time, 